Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. Our coverage of Summer League continues. The Golden State Warriors are 2-0 and under uh, Coach Pete Myers in Summer League. And Coach uh, joins us now from Las Vegas. And, uh, Coach, pretty uh, good outings for the, the ball club so far. And, and the thing you have to be really pleased with ha- it has to be the effort of the club. That uh, In the first two games, the effort's been really outstanding. Oh, it's been good. I mean, it's been good from day one. Uh, and I think Coach Jackson set the tone with his speech that he gave to the team about, you know, what we are looking for. And, uh, you know, uh, actually the reason why Chris Wright made the team last year because he brought a certain level of high energy and effort to the floor. And we went off for his speech, and it's just been like nonstop for us in terms of our effort being really high every day. Let's get the obvious out of the way, I, I think, with – his uh, court savvy and his ability and his composure after playing in the second half of last year. Obviously, Clay Thompson is a cut above uh, just about every player in Las Vegas right now. Yeah, I think, I think he proved that. Uh, and Coach kind of shut him down after that. I think once a kid shows that he's you know head and shoulders above the competition, I think you have to go in and just say, you know what, you showed us enough. You had a long week because you came in early for the Olympic, uh, the Plugins Olympic team, that's the select team, and uh, Coach thought he had, you know, accomplished enough, you know, within that, you know, two-week span. So, you know, shut him down, and hopefully he's, he's having a ball, you know, with his family and stuff right now. Well, no question, and it's it's a great sign for for the Warriors because the confidence is there. You can see that he really, he really has taken a step forward in, on that level as opposed to the beginning of well, last year. And I must say that you know, on, on top of that, you know, his summer has been great too. I mean, you know, a lot of time we just look at the fact that, you know, he's just coming into this situation playing well. But, I mean, he committed himself this summer, and he was in our facility every day. If it wasn't lifting weights, he was doing something with some coach on the floor. And that's one thing Coach Jackson been talking about from the first day he walked into this, this organization about, you know, creating an environment where people are working and getting better each day. And it's a credit to not only to Clay, but to Charles and, and Jeremy and those guys who have put forth the effort this summer to play well in the summer league. And and anyone who's been around the game or has ever played the game knows that from junior high, high school, college to the NBA, summertime is where the players are made. Right. I mean, you know what? And, and when I used to scout, uh, a lot of guys just say this, and, and sometimes I think we take it for granted. Like, you're always looking for that talented guy, but you know, hard work is a talent too. <laughs> You know, and and when you start finding guys that got a will to work, it seems like they growth and they learning curve is so much easier for them to catch on to things. Um, and that's basically seeing it in Clay. I mean, he's, he was you know was rewarded by being able to play against the Olympic team. He gained confidence from that. But not only that, just this effort that he have put in for the summer to get himself better. I think it showed in the summer league that uh, you know what he's ready to, you know to get off to a great start this coming uh, season. Talk with Coach Pete Myers here at Warriors.com. I'm Tim Roy. It's always a pleasure to talk hoop with, with Coach, whether it be on the plane or on the bus or wherever. And, Coach, uh, before I ask you about personnel, let's talk about context. And it is summer league. And sometimes guys shine in summer league, but they don't shine in the winter. So as a coach and as a guy who's been around the game for his entire life, what do you look for and how do you judge a player objectively in this kind of a situation? Well, I think for the first part, then we have to give our management a, a ton of credit because they brought guys in that's, that's uh, just like team-oriented. They're not selfish. They're willing to play with the guys that we have had in, you know, from the past season, um, and they're workers. So it's been pretty much easy for me to, to, to go on the floor and actually coach these guys because you know, from day one since we throw the ball up, they, they have been really competitive. 
we got some high competitive guys here on this team. But in saying that, I, I think you know I, I actually was in this position as a, as a player just as well. And I think what you have to do, you have to look at the situation. You have to say going in is that I, I'm probably have to play a role for this team because when you look at you know the Golden State Warriors, we pretty much have our scores with Clay Thompson, you know Curry, and David Lee. So if anybody gonna make this team, they're gonna have to make it in terms of being a fitting a, a certain role with this team. Like Dom, and like uh, you know Chris Wright, maybe just a practice player. So you have to uh, try to come in and show your strength, but also understand that I'm probably not going to be the leading scorer for this team. But hopefully, if they keep me around for veteran camp, I can show them I can fit into a role. Let's talk about uh, the number one draft pick of the Golden State Warriors, the first of the two uh, first round selections. That's Harrison Barnes, and what have you seen so far with him? Yeah, I think he has exceeded expectations. I didn't get a chance to see him a lot, you know, during the year. Um, and he didn't—he actually didn't get a chance to come in for a workout. But, oh, man, since he has been, you know, you know in, in our hands, I mean, this kid is – you guys going to be really excited this year to watch this kid play. This kid is – he's highly skilled, uh, great body, good athlete, uh, high basketball IQ. I mean, I'm just he has he has exceeded expectations in terms of what I expect. I didn't know he was uh, he had all these things going for him. Um, you can throw the ball to him at the end of the game. He can make a shot. He can play out of pick and rolls. It's about six seven, six eight. Explosive uh, off the bounce. I mean, I just I can make a you know can shoot the three. I just think it's you know. His ceiling is so high right now. I, I, it would be hard to put like a, a label where he can like really go. I think the sky's the limit. Uh, when and I don't know if you guys got a chance to see, but I, I kind of wanted to give him and Clay all the minutes I could playing together because I know Clay was probably going to play you know two to three games at best because he's playing so well. So I try to keep those guys in the game you know at the same time as much as possible. But um, I think the fans and and not only the fans, the ownership and the coaches are really thrilled to have this kid on board. Now, he's a he's a player that came out of high school, and he was everybody's All American coming out of high school. He was preseason first team All America before his freshman year in college. So there has been some pressure on this kid. I mean, you replaced Michael Jordan uh, for for goodness sakes uh, when you were playing in, in Chicago. So can you relate a little bit? Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, I, I think this kid is you know he's, he didn't have a lot more pressure. Than I, you know, I mean, I I came to Chicago, and, and when I replaced Michael, the team was still intact. So, you know, the faces, the system in terms of the coach, everybody was still there. I mean, I, I couldn't go out and score 30 like Mike scored 30, but defensively I can still help this team. This kid have actually gone from high school to college and still been able to stay, you know, have, have a seated expectation. And I just think that, I mean, if you, when you get a chance to know him, like he's really low-key, low-maintenance. I mean, he don't walk around like he just like like a guy that just got drafted like the seventh pick. Like he's he wanna be involved in everything that goes on in practice, which is always a good thing. He's he's not shying away from work. He's not shortcutting anything. Uh you know, he's coming from a great program. So I, I honestly I I mean I can't only say good things about him because he yeah, put the work in. We only had him for like a couple of days right after the draft before he came out you know, to the summary. So, uh, you know, he was able to pick up on some things that we we're doing defensively. And if, and if that's the one thing I could say, like, not negative, but some uh, area where I think that he need to grow would be is on a defensive end. Because, you know, it takes a lot for young kids to kind of learn defensive schemes that you need to have in play to win games. So, but he's, he's man, he's been great for us. 
Talk with Coach Pete Myers from Summer League. The Warriors get back into action on Summer League uh, tomorrow night at 7.30 West Coast time on NBA TV. Uh, Coach mentioned defensive schemes. Let's go right to Festus Izili because he's going to factor in the defensive schemes because it seems even though he has not played basketball a long time that he knows how to protect the rim. Love him. Love him. <laughs> Guys, I, and, and trust <laughs> me when I tell you this. Um, any type of breakdown that, that's going to that's gonna occur when we on defense and he's on the floor, he's going to meet that breakdown with his body, with his length, and with his physical character. And that's huge for any team that's trying to move forward on defensive end. Uh, this kid enjoy playing defense. He enjoyed putting his body in front of, you know, opponents that's driving to the to the rim. Um, I mean, he like this kid is is kind of his his talent is there, but he's kind of untapped in terms of how much experience he got as a basketball player. I, I, I think I was hearing someone say today like he only played like a year or so in high school, if if any. Um, I just think this kid is is is. It's going to change our coach in terms of with Bogut being there, in terms of our defensive effort on that end, because we got two legit guys now that can protect the rim, and, I, and I'm just so excited, you know, because I got a defensive mentality, and coach got a defensive mentality that we got two guys that are capable of, of going over and, and, and meeting that challenge. If it's like one of these guys like LeBron James or Dwayne Wade, who's you know it's really athletic, that they can come across and make a difference for us defensively. Yeah, there's no doubt that if Bogut's healthy and, and Izili plays, that the Warriors will be a better defensive team just having that size uh, inside. I'm going to tell you a, a quote from Steve Kerr on NBA TV the other night, and he said, I'm not sure what position uh, Draymond Green plays, but I know I want him on the floor. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great – I thought that was a great quote. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, and, and, and I'm, 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 our coaching staff and, and this organization – I just feel like in this draft, they have really changed the culture of this organization with this draft. And and, and I'm not just here to try to blow everybody up. I, I, you know, these kids got they got you know they got they got some some things that they got to learn how to do. But trust me, they're not going to fall short with their work ethic. Um, Draymond Green is going to get playing time this year, and I say that in in a positive way because I know. This kid, his basketball IQ is far greater than anything I've seen in terms of kids coming in from college. All right? It's, I mean, when you put him on the floor, good things happen. It just, I mean, it's that simple. I mean, it's just like your team play better, your team is more organized, uh, guys get open shots. Um, he has got a great basketball IQ. And in saying that, uh, he's a competitor, a complete competitor. Every time he touches the floor, he's trying to win. I don't care what if we're in like a like a little five on five scrimmage, he's trying to win it. If we're in like a uh, a two or three possession game, he's trying to win it, and that's contagious. I, I mean, the guys have picked up on it. I mean, they love playing with him. He make everybody else's job easy. I look for him doing some big things for us um, at that three spot or at the uh, uh, power. I mean, power forward spot behind Dave Lee. Let's talk about a couple of guys who are coming back for the Warriors. First of all, Charles Jenkins getting a lot of valuable time at the point, as he did at the end of the season. Uh, what sort of things would you like him to take from this uh, this week of Summer League? I think before we start talking about the Summer League, I think you have to go back again to Charles have did everything he possibly can to put himself in a position to be good. He worked tireless hours, like, you know, every day coming back to the facility, working with our trainers and working with the coaching staff. And now he's getting a chance to display, 
you know, what he's been working on. And I was so happy he had a, you know, you know, huge game against Denver. Uh, he stepped up and kind of carried us offensively while Clay was kind of struggling in the back-to-back game. But instead, now I think Clay, I mean, I'm sorry, Charles still got to, you know, run the team. He's a he's a really good shooter. People don't understand that. I mean, he's a, a very good, you know, 18 to 20 foot shooter. And we're trying to extend his range out to three. Now he have no problem making the corner three, but sometime up top he can struggle a little bit from the from the top three. But I think just running the team in general, I think he's the perfect third guard for for any team because one he's he's young, he's a worker, um, he's got a ton of belief in himself, and he's a great teammate. Uh, his defense have. I think he have gone from like maybe six to eight right now. He's pretty good defensively. He got a tough matchup tomorrow in, in the Miami series against Cole, so I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup. But in saying that, I mean, so far it's so good for him. You know, we we two games in, he he have actually been a huge impact for us on both games. What sort of a challenge is it now with the influence of uh, of of new blood for the for the Warriors roster and players like Green and Azili? And what sort of a challenge is that for Jeremy Tyler? I, I think it's a huge challenge. I, I, I think, I, I mean, if I was sitting in Jeremy's uh, position right now, I think you, what you say as a player is like, no, nobody's waiting. I mean, you know, the you know, organization is doing what's right. They, they're giving us talent. They're giving us workers. And it's, what, what you have to do is try to jump in and, and just lose yourself in your workout, lose yourself in the game, and just keep trying to grow as a player. Uh, I think it's going to help him. I think the environment that you know we have, this organization have put on the table now is going to help Jeremy grow as a player because you know we got a lot of young kids that have gone to college you know for some time now. You know Draymond has come out for four years. Uh, uh, Festus, uh, did he do four years also? Yes, he did. Right. So you know we got some guys that you know that have done a couple you know three to four years in college that are, are mature in terms of their professionalism. So you know Jeremy got to jump in and just say you know what. I'm going to you know, continue to work hard. I'm going to follow these young guys' lead. And hopefully we can grow together as a, as a nucleus and we can turn this thing around. I'm Tim Roy with Coach Pete Myers. Coach, how many players did you have on the bench for game one? <laughs> <laughs> we had a ton of guys. Uh, we there were no seats over there. Later, but <laughs> the practice was so good and the guy was so competitive. I didn't want to cut anybody because I just felt like everybody deserved an opportunity at least to play in one or two games. You understand, and and, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, uh, it was kind of fortunate for our behalf. You know, Chris Wright and uh, Weems got a chance to go over to Toronto and play for them. They was getting more minutes over there now than they're actually going to get for us. But I mean, these kids have been so great, so great for me and 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 for our camp. We just felt like we needed to at least give guys like one or two games up under their belt. Now we kind of down to like thirteen or fourteen players. Unfortunately, we got two guys that kind of banged up with groins and back problems that uh, they might not be there for the Miami game. But uh, sometimes you need that in the summer, especially how hard our camp. We went, we went hard for, you know, for three days. We went two days, uh, and we went, you know, back-to-back, and the guys was giving everything they had inside, and uh, we needed a high volume of players to overcome it. So I think we're going to stick with the guys we got now, but I think these guys deserve a chance to, to be on this team. And and long term, coach, I think it's a real classy move too. Because for a couple of these guys, the, the the reality is this may be it for them. This may be their chance to wear an NBA uniform, albeit a summer league uniform. So that that's kind of a classy thing you guys did. I really like that. Right. Yeah. 
two guys I want to ask you about right away because one guy who really impressed me uh, playing in summer league, Justin Burrell, has shown me some good moments. He played in Japan last year. And Waynes, who's coming over uh, from Villanova, and he also played summer league in Orlando. Uh, tell me about those two guys. Well, Justin, is he's all man. <laughs> he's all man. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's got a physicality that most big need to play in this in this league, especially at his size at six eight. Uh, he's another guy that you know every time he comes to work, he brings his hard hat. I mean, you 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 recognize that he's on the floor. You know, it, um, toughness. I mean, and the good thing about him, he's been able to pick up the things that we we have put into play uh, over these last three or four days, and um, which is not shocking. But I'm happy to see him. You know, you know, able to do it. Uh, especially coming from Japan, because I know sometimes defensively things that we'll do here is totally different from over there. But uh, I think he, uh, he's he got to improve his low post game some in terms of once he gets touches down there, he kind of like have a go-to move and not just like do too much. But but in saying that, he's an underrated shooter out to 15 feet, uh, but he can guard, he can rebound, and he runs well. And he just brings a ton of energy to the floor. And uh, he's been a key for us in terms of, you know, the way we do things every day in practice. He's been the catalyst. Um, Malik uh, from Villanova, he just came to us like a couple of days ago. So he's kind of behind in terms of what we're doing offensively and defensively. So it's been, it's been some, you know, we have taken some time for him to catch up to uh, our system. And I played him the other night, the other day in the scrimmage against Phoenix, and he was he was really good, man. We ran a lot of high pick and roll, and he was coming off that pick and roll, shooting a jumper, as well as getting into the lane, finishing. So I think you guys would be excited to see him play against the, you know, the Miami Heat. But in saying that, he's got a he's got a, a slightly pulled groin, and today we kind of you know allow him to to rest so he can be ready for the game tomorrow tomorrow night. But uh, he's got a lot of pop to his game. He's got a he's got a, a change of speed in transition that I like as a guard, and he's not afraid to take a shot. I mean, this kid believes in his uh, offense. So you guys now, should be excited to see him play. Excuse me, Coach. Was it a controlled scrimmage against the Suns? Was it a controlled scrimmage? It was a controlled scrimmage, yeah. It was like a like a, a light practice for us in a sense. Um, but he played really well. I played him a lot of minutes because he, he haven't had a chance to really play in games. So uh, him and Kent. So I wanted to get him a lot of minutes in that game so they can get ready for this Miami game tomorrow. Now, did you play summer league? Yeah, when I played, yeah, I played summer league a lot. Okay, what, what, what uh, any, any particular uh, story or memory you have of summer league? You know, I, I don't know. I just, I remember like we were going to LA. It was in LA at first for like almost two or uh, three weeks. Then it went to Utah for like almost a week and a half. Right, the Rocky Mountain um, Review. Yeah. Right. I, I'm a like I played a lot uh, when I when I was in the league. I, I enjoy playing pickup. So anytime somebody came around, I, I just felt like that was another way of actually, you know, getting in shape or also, you know, getting allowing other people to give you a chance to see you play. Uh, so I never hesitated to go to anybody camp to play because I just enjoy playing like that. But some, I think some kids, you know, once they get past their third or fourth year, they don't play as much as they should. I think you always can continue to get better, especially in, in the game environment. So uh, I enjoy playing as much as possible in the summer. Plus, I, my situation was different. I didn't. I wasn't sitting back, you know, had three or four years guaranteed. I was on a make good every year. 
So I was kind of right. like forced yeah, to go out and improve myself every year, which is not a bad thing. I, I think you know that way you you don't take things for granted. You you kind of work for everything you 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 get, and uh, you know that you know at any day somebody can come in and move you out, and that's a good thing to have. That's that's a that's a great motivator for sure. Yeah, it is. How, how do you like being a head coach? You know, it's, it's different. Honestly, you know, Coach Jackson, uh, you you guys probably know this. Coach Jackson kind of like allows us to run it. You know, he kind of like give us the structures in the morning, and he kind of allows us to kind of like have their own voice and and, and kind of run it. And it, it's been good, but it's 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 you know it's not easy. I mean, I, I didn't move what two seats <laughs> over now, and it's not easy. It's it's tough, man. But uh, I have given a lot of responsibility to uh, Coach Dan and Coach West. And they've been doing a good job in terms of helping me, you know, get this thing going and rolling in the right direction. You know, Wes has been the guy that's been doing great on the offense and defensive end as well as Coach, Coach Darren. And it's been great, man. I mean, even on top of that, you know, we had David Lee come out uh, this past weekend and uh, actually took our guys out uh, one night, you know, just to, just to bring home that unity that we need to carry us out, carry us during the season. Um I think it was great for our young kids to see a veteran guy come in and get him support. Outstanding, outstanding. And by the way, you were rocking the specs long before all these guys in the NBA playoffs this year. You were rocking the spectacles a long time, so we we appreciate. I know it's it. great. You know, people. You know what? The young guys were telling me like, "Oh, coach, them, that, those grasses look pretty nice." And I was telling the guys, "No, no, I need these. <laughs> these things are helpful to me. This is not a fashion trend I'm going in. I need these to see, man." Yeah, well, they'll, uh, yeah, they'll the learn. Guys are wearing those glasses now, for sure. Yeah, fa- fa- father time catches up with us all on that front, I'm oh, sure. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. <laughs> hey, Coach, you, you nailed it. Uh, it was uh, great talking with you today, and it's fun watching you work down in, in Vegas, and it's an exciting time for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, you guys, tune in. I, I mean, this Miami team is really good. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there kind of nervous because they, they're very similar to us in terms of their effort and energy and a passion they play with. So I'm, I'm nervous, but also anxious to see how we respond to it. That's Miami on July the 18th at 7.30, Chicago Friday at 5.30, wrapping up Saturday against New Orleans at 3.30, all on NBA TV. That's Coach Pete Myers. I'm Tim Roy for Warriors.com.